Five-year-old boy Miles Fenby likes to focus on the good things in life. Things like baseball, chocolate pudding, and riddles. Miles Fenby loves solving riddles. Ask a class of first graders, what can you catch but never throw? And 99 times out of 100, Miles will be the first to shout out, a cold! Get it? Today, Miles has a new good thing in life to focus on. It has nothing to do with baseball, chocolate, or riddles, and everything to do with a ginormous cardboard box his dad just dragged into his bedroom. Is that what I think it is? asks Miles, jumping from one foot to the other like he does when he has to go to the bathroom really, really bad. You bet it is, big man, or at least it will be after we put it together. The it in question is Miles's brand new bed. And it's not just any new bed, but a brand new bunk bed with its own wooden ladder and a mattress way up off the ground. Let's get started, says Dad. Yay, shouts Miles, clapping his hands. It takes many, many hours, one lunch, and at least two daddy timeouts before Miles's bed is ready for its trial run. Wow, Miles says. The world looks so different from the top of a bunk bed. Miles looks all the way down to where his dad is seated cross-legged on the floor, his nose buried in the instruction booklet that came in the big box. Thank you, Dad, he calls out. This is great. What the... Hmm, mumbles Dad. Is something wrong? asks Miles. Do you need another time out? His dad holds up a small, shiny piece of metal. Riddle me this, Miles. Where the heck do you think this is supposed to go? Can I see? Miles asks, climbing down from the bunk bed. Careful, son. One foot after the other. When Miles is safely on the ground, his dad hands him the extra piece. It's not quite a screw, not quite a nut or a bolt, but Miles likes the weight and feel of it in his hand. See if you can help me find a clue. Dad says. Miles picks through the pieces of cardboard and plastic wrap scattered all over the bedroom floor. He picks up a small slip of paper with some writing on it. What does this say, Dad? His dad squints at the paper. Inspected by number nine, he reads. What does that mean? It means Inspector Nine didn't do a great job of inspecting your bed, buddy. Dad goes to throw the mystery piece into the wastebasket by Miles' door. Wait, Dad. Can I have that? His dad shrugs. I don't see why not. Miles is not sure why he asked his dad for the extra piece. Have you ever been drawn to something without really knowing why? Miles is studying the piece closely, trying to figure just what it's for. When his very pregnant mother sticks her head through the bedroom door. Is it safe to come in here? Before Miles or his dad can answer, she cries out, Wow! Look at your bed, Miles! Good job, Daddy! 
Isn't it great, Mom? It's so nice to see his mom smiling. This morning she was so sad when she couldn't find the ring Gam Gam gave her when Mom was a little girl. Dad said the ring would show up soon, but Mom isn't so sure. Now she is smiling, her hands rubbing her big round belly, and Miles is so happy that his new bunk bed is the reason why. That night, his very first in his amazing new bunk bed, Miles is too excited to sleep. For starters, something odd is happening with a mystery piece from the bunk bed. In the almost dark glow of the room's nightlight, the piece seems to change shapes as he tosses it from one hand to the other. One time it looks like a coin. Then it looks like a pencil. Then it becomes... Why, yes, it looks almost like a key. One of those old-fashioned keys that open the doors to old-fashioned things, like a treasure chest or a castle. He blinks his eyes. Once. Twice. Yes, it's a key. And to think his dad almost threw it away. That's when Miles notices something else a tiny glow coming from a crack in one of the wooden railings of the bunk bed beside his head. By day, that crack had looked just like a knot in the grain of the wood. But now, with that warm glow coming from inside, it's clear as day what that crack really is. A keyhole! But a keyhole to what? His heart beating faster, his palms sweaty, Miles inserts the key into the keyhole. And if he wasn't there to witness it for himself, he never would have believed what happens next. His bedroom begins to change. The walls of his room melt away. The ceiling above him is replaced by a starry night sky. The carpet beneath his bunk bed changes into a dirt floor. And that smell. What is that smell? Something so wild and dog-like, and so very close. Miles sits up in his bed, speechless. He knew his new bunk bed was special. But never in his wildest dreams did he think it was this special. Where is he? The moon above him shines a pale light on this new world. He can see tall fences and trees all around him and a large rock on the ground beneath him. It's so quiet and still, except for a strange, sleepy growl that sounds like a chainsaw chopping through jello. And that's when Miles spies a strange little man, barely the size of a bowling pin, seated on a nearby branch, staring at him intently. If you asked Miles to think of one word to describe this man, he would probably choose persnickety. And here's why. To begin with, the little man dresses fancy, at least a lot fancier than Miles, who was wearing footy pajamas with drawings of hockey players on them. In the moonlight, 
Miles can see the little man wears a fancy suit, complete with a fancy bowler cap, a fancy bow tie, a fancy vest, and a fancy gold watch that hangs from a pocket near his waist. He has one of those fancy cartoon mustaches, too, the kind that curl up toward his nose on each end. And let's not forget that fancy eyeglass, the kind old-fashioned people hold up to their faces whenever they want to look important. To top it off, Miles can see a fancy umbrella lying across the little man's lap. Well, it's about time, the little man says. Where have you been? Where am I? Miles asks. The little man holds a finger to his lips. Shh! You don't want to wake him. Wake who? Miles whispers, looking to where the man is pointing. And that's when he realizes the rock on the floor beneath his bunk bed is not a rock. It's a... Oh my gosh! It's a lion! A sleeping, snoring lion! <laughs> So that's what's making that chainsaw in jello sound. <coughs> Suddenly, being five feet off the ground in a bunk bed doesn't seem that high at all. Of all the places his magic bunk bed could have taken him, Miles has ended up here, in a lion's cage. No, 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 whispers the little man. Don't get your jammies in a bunch. Let me explain. And with that, the little man gets to his feet and nervously walks his way down to the very end of the branch he is standing on, then steps over the gap between it and Miles's bed. The little man shakes Miles's hand. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Inspector Nine. I'm Miles, sir. I know that. Are you the Inspector Nine who inspected my bunk bed back at the factory? The one and the same, says Inspector Nine, bowing. He gives the bunk bed a knock with his fist. And I must say, your father did a bang-up job building this one. I helped, says Miles. Of course you did. That's why you're here. I don't understand, sir. You will. You see, I slipped that key into the box of your bunk bed because I knew you could help me. Help you with what? Inspector Nine pulls out a piece of paper from his back pocket. Why, the greatest scavenger hunt of all time, my boy. You do know what a scavenger hunt is, don't you? Inspector Nine explains to Miles that a scavenger hunt is a game where everyone gets a list of items that they must go out and find on their own. The first person to get all the items on his or her list wins the game. It's that simple, says Inspector Nine. Or at least it should be. But tonight I'm stumped. Inspector Nine glances up from his list and looks around the lion's cage, the same way his dad looks up from a map whenever they get lost on one of their adventure hikes. I am supposed to be locating a ring somewhere in this zoo. I thought I had its location all figured out. Now... I'm not so sure. Maybe you could help me with this riddle. Miles thinks about it for a second. But only a second. Shoot, he says. Inspector Nine puts on his eyeglass and reads the clue aloud. 
I have four legs, all of them fast. Zoom, 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 I'm never last. But it's not just races where I find fame. Play some cards. I'll win every game. I thought the answer was a lion, naturally. Lions are strong and fast, and only a fool would lose a card game to a lion, wouldn't you say? Miles repeats the riddle to himself. I have four legs, all of them fast. Zoom, 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 I'm never last. But it's not just races where I find fame. Play some cards, I'll win every game. Think, Miles, think. And then, like it always does, a light bulb goes off in his head. Of course. You're right about the animal part, sir. But it's not a lion. Think about it. What sort of card player never loses at cards? Well, it is impossible to win every single time. Unless, of course, you're a cheater. Exactly, cries out Miles, and the lion below him stirs. Exactly, he repeats in a whisper. Only cheaters win every game. But what does a cheater have to do with... Oh, I get it. Of course, a cheetah! We're looking in the wrong cage! Inspector Nine leaps up. He turns to Miles. Well, are you coming? Miles considers his options. He can stay right where he is in his bunk bed, turn the magic key and return to his bedroom safe and sound, or he can follow this strange little persnickety man to find those cheetahs, and most likely... Some other adventures along the way. When you think about it, it's really not that hard a question after all. Let's do this, Miles says. Excellent choice, lad, says Inspector Nine. Let's go! A ring was hiding somewhere out in that darkness, and the two new friends set out to find it. This is not a tale on a dog or a cat. This is not a tale on a whale or a bat. This is not a tale that shivers when it's cold. This is just a tale untold. Tales Untold.